Hey, folks, it's your friendly neighborhood Sun columnist, Anthony Fury here, filling in for Alex Pearson. All right, the cabinet shuffle happened today. We're going to break it down later on the program with Lauren Gunter. We're going to ch- chat about it on CounterPoint with our panelists. But I got I got some news for you. Catherine McKenna, Environment and Climate Change Minister, is still Environment and Climate Change Minister. Even though she's been a little controversial and she's been saying we're going to ram this carbon tax down everyone's throats, whether you like it or not. Guess who doesn't like it? We all know Ontario Premier Doug Ford. Oh, yeah, and Scott Moe in Saskatchewan, Jason Kenney, Andrew Scheer, some folks out east, a whole bunch of leaders not too happy with it. It is the big battle that is brewing for a showdown. Part of that showdown happened this morning. A tweet that has gone viral by Rod Phillips, the Environment Minister for Ontario, saying, I made it clear in my meeting this morning with Catherine McKenna, Ontario will never Except the Trudeau carbon tax. You can find all these pictures, all these tweets on Rod Phillips and Catherine McKenna's respective uh, Twitter accounts. But what does this mean for the future of this issue, both federally and right here in Ontario? Well, let's check in with the man himself. And Ontario's Environment Minister Rod Phillips joining us now. Welcome to the show, Rod. Thanks for having me, Anthony. Yeah, thanks very much for joining us. So tell us, you sat down with the federal Environment Minister, your counterpart, Catherine McKenna. What happened at today's meeting? How'd it go? Well, you know, we uh, this was our first face-to-face meeting, and uh, Minister McKenna had uh, had come to Toronto and uh, wanted to talk about a number of issues. But you know, one of the one of the key ones, and I guess the one that's getting a lot of the attention, is the discussion around the uh, the carbon tax. And uh, and I have to say, I was a bit disappointed. In what way? Well, you know, we had, we had uh, begun a discussion and wanted to make sure that we, we talked through what the choices were and that uh, obviously Ontario and the government of Ontario and the Doug Ford government understands the importance of addressing climate change, but that we'd been very clear in the campaign and received a mandate to get rid of uh, the cap-and-trade carbon tax and uh, and wanted to be able to have a good open dialogue about how we could work with uh, with the federal government, still with some climate change objectives in mind, but... But uh, I have to tell you that the, the minister was, was clear that the only version of a climate plan that they support is one that, uh, that has a, a tax on carbon. And Anthony, as you know, that's just not something we agree with. We don't agree with a carbon tax now. We don't agree with the cap and trade that, uh, that the previous Liberal government brought into place. And, and we certainly don't, uh, don't plan to, uh, to let uh, a Trudeau carbon tax take its place. So as I was saying in the intro, I remember being at uh, Doug Ford's campaign launch when he first ran for leader. It was the first big policy specific. He said, we're getting rid of this thing. And there were loud cheers. It's It's been pretty, pretty consistent all throughout as well as through the general election campaign. And I, I take your point that there is a, a mandate there. We got a headline up at globalnews.ca from a few weeks ago. Trudeau says proceeds from carbon tax will go directly to Ontario residents. This came after his meeting, of course. Uh, with Doug Ford, suggesting that maybe he's going to do a bit of an end run around your government. Did, did, did that kind of idea come up in your discussion today with Minister McKenna? You know, what, uh, what we focused on was, was uh, the fact that, that we do think that uh, the climate change has to be addressed, but that we don't see a carbon tax. We don't see taxing people out of their cars um, as the practical solution. Uh, the truth is, and you know this, Anthony, that to be effective... Um, a carbon tax would, you know, need to be in the neighborhood of 150 to 200 dollars a ton. Um, that that's just outside the range of, that uh, that even the Trudeau government is is willing to talk about. And so, why are we talking about a, a mechanism that they're not willing to apply? And of course, the, really, the reason they're not willing to apply it is because it's not not palatable. People, you know, need to be able to uh, to still live in in this province. We we were elected on the basis of of real concerns that Ontarians had about affordability, real concerns. About 
about uh, making ends meet. And, uh, you know, Ontario has already made a significant contribution in terms of reducing greenhouse emissions, and Ontarians have paid for that, uh, whether it was the shutdown of the coal plants and otherwise. And so our point of view is, you know, let us come forward with a plan. We will do that. We've committed to that. And let's take account of the commitments and the, and the contributions that already been made by the province of Ontario um, before the federal government starts to talk about cutting off funding for infrastructure or, or imposing another unwanted tax. Oh, hold on, was that actually on the table, cutting off infrastructure? Did McKenna allude to that? It's been raised, uh, you know, she raised it initially, uh, the, the fact that there is uh, a linkage between uh, between the infrastructure money that, uh, that they've talked about, the green infrastructure money, and uh, and having a carbon tax. And, uh, and you know, that, that linkage, you know, we, we think this should be about solutions and about outcomes, and if the outcome's about returning, re- reducing greenhouse gases, that's fine. There's no reason to be dogmatic and say the only way to do that is a carbon tax, um, especially one that we're not going to let be implemented. Now, I see in a tweet that Catherine McKenna posted at 9.17 a.m., which was uh, just about 11 minutes before you posted your tweet on the meeting. She says, today I met with uh, Rod Phillips, discussed the national plan to tackle climate and create good jobs, suggesting that national plan, which is, I guess, that if the provinces don't bring in their own version of a carbon tax, a cap and trade, uh, the sort of thing that Kathleen brought, uh, Kathleen Wynne brought in that, uh, that at least Justin Trudeau is happy with, they will enforce their own. So I take it that at that meeting, Catherine McKenna was still firm and insistent that she wants to force their version of the carbon tax on the province. And, and you know, the point that uh, I'd hope she would be receptive to is that a Trudeau carbon tax isn't going to be any more palatable or popular uh, than the Kathleen Wynne carbon tax cap and trade program. Uh, I thought that the people of Ontario were pretty clear. They were certainly very clear um, in my riding in Ajax. And uh, the fact that the Liberals were reduced to seven MPPs um, in large measure um, because of their belief in, in this program and that, uh, that not believing that Ontarians were taxed enough. So, so uh, they, uh, they've certainly been clear, uh, but, but you know, Anthony, I mean, you now have Saskatchewan who've been you know, made clear they're not going to participate. Ontario has now been clear. PEI just last week um, was clear that they are not going to impose their own tax and would therefore be subject to the Trudeau carbon tax. And, uh, and Premier Ford is in New Brunswick, and he'll be starting tonight, probably already has, um, talking to other premiers, trying to gather momentum and support to, uh, to make that point just as clear as it needs to be to Prime Minister Trudeau that, uh, that a carbon tax isn't the solution on, uh, on climate change and that not just Ontarians don't want it, but the Canadians don't want it. And I understand Doug Ford has talked about doing what Scott Moe is already doing in Saskatchewan, which is filing some sort of a reference question with, I guess it would be the Ontario Court of Appeal, and, and perhaps Attorney General Mulroney would be the one uh, responsible for doing that. Do you see us moving more in that direction? Is the button going to be uh, pressed to start executing that plan? Yes, and of course that'll that'll be in the hands of, of the Attorney General, um, Carolyn Mulroney. But, you know, I believe that, uh, that you know, we have, we have made it very clear and I made it clear in the legislature today as well, we will, we will take legal steps. I wish that wasn't necessary. I, I don't see why um, there should need to be, uh, you know, I think the mandate we received is quite clear, and I, I wish the federal government would see that. But um, we will certainly use the courts, um, either through Saskatchewan or Ontario, or perhaps both, uh, to, uh, to, to take this question as a reference to, uh, to the Supreme Court if it's necessary, because uh, you know, we, think, we think there's a very clear case, and, uh, and, uh, and we'll make that case. We're joined now by Ontario Environment Minister Rod Phillips talking about his meeting earlier this morning with his federal counterpart, Catherine McKenna. Uh, Rod, while I have you, you, you said, look, this is an important issue and you want to deal with environmental issues. You just don't believe the carbon tax 
is the case. I've heard a, a narrative federally basically saying, well, if you don't have a carbon tax, what is your plan? And I know uh, yourself and the party all throughout the campaign were, were offering ideas. What, now that uh, you're in the post, do you see is, is going to be the approach to the environment that, uh, that, that you're going to undertake with the PC government? Certainly, when it comes to, to climate change, there'll be a, there'll be a plan, and it will. You know, there's been a number of examples of, of non-carbon tax-based uh, solutions. But but on the broader question of the environment, um, you know, it, it is it is so important that uh, that that we you know preserve and protect the environment that Ontarians um, enjoy. Um, that means the air. That means the water. That means the land. Um, but it is, is, in our minds, been been neglected. Is is that that usable part of the environment, the the part that people can enjoy? Uh, we want to make sure that 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 people get the chance, and that there's a focus on on whether it's whether it's our beaches um, or it's our, our our rivers, and making sure they're clean, um, making sure that that everyday uh, people in Ontario, their families, can get out and enjoy our parks. Uh, one of the changes that uh, that Doug Ford has made is he's incorporated parks and conservation areas into the Ministry of the Environment. Again, creating that holistic um, opportunity for us to really make sure that uh, you know this is such a wonderful part of our uh, of our province. It's one of the reasons that so many people come to Canada, come to Ontario, is because they want to. Uh, they come from places often where they haven't been able to enjoy the outdoors in the same way in the natural environment, or where their natural environment is impaired um, in a way that, uh, that that hasn't happened here. And so, so there'll be a there'll be a focus on on really the appreciation and enjoyment of the environment, and of course, again, on on the major issues like greenhouse gases. But uh, but people will start to see that agenda unfold. Uh, this is not a government that's sitting on its laurels, as you as you know. I think uh, Doug Ford has uh, kept more promises in 10 days than the Liberals did in the last 10 years, and uh, and we'll keep doing that, and, and people will see the results of that, I hope, very soon. All right, yeah, you guys are certainly getting to work already, that's for sure. Rod Phillips, Ontario's Environment Minister, thanks very much for joining us here on Global News Radio. Thank you, Anthony, anytime.